Good night, you guys. From the start, can you hear me? Yeah, you're a little quiet, um, but I can hear you, yeah. Okay. I, I noticed once I had um, gone from meditation mastery into 40 AP, it felt like um, there was this huge karma pit waiting for me to just fall into. <laughs> so it can happen I, like that. I had um, all these intense catalysts showing up from every person around me. Um, <laughs> just so intense. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else has had experienced that, but. And then that's I, kind. That's kind of the classic feedback when people start 40 AP thus far. Yeah, it just felt like this really huge pit, and all my karma was sitting there waiting for it. I felt like I fell into quicksand. Um, yeah, that is that is the actual purpose of the the twice daily routine that we teach you in 40 AP. The the protocol to ascend to fourth density is let's scoop all this shit up to the surface and love it. You know, like, Ooh. let's trigger everything that's still in here. And I, I feel like I've practiced loving awareness enough that I'm ready to handle it. So that's why I say, take it at your own pace, right? We just start with Kriya and meditation so that the, the die-offs happen kind of slowly and gradually rather than all at once. Yeah. If I tried, if I told you guys the full routine that it takes 12 weeks to learn with the bandhas, the nali, the breath work and everything, y'all would hate me. You know, two weeks later, because you'd everything in you would be getting triggered like crazy. You'd be like, this is too much too soon. I don't have the capacity to handle all of this. So it's like, that's why I say it's, it's your journey that you have to measure, right? I can't do that part for you. I can just give you the protocol. And then you have to walk yourself through it and say, okay, at this point, I think I need to take a little step back because I need to, I want to deal with what's here sufficiently. If too much is coming up at once, it's like, it's hard to even know which one of these to deal with right now. So one at a time is always a better approach, right? Right. I think I think that was just part of my journey, maybe, is just that everything was sitting there waiting just because maybe I was just ready to transcend it. Yeah. Perhaps, I don't know. I did have a Kundalini awakening, or to at least what I feel had happened. I'm a reflexologist and do a, a few um, Chinese medicine things. Okay. And I was doing a reflexology session on somebody who hadn't been like a longtime client or anything. So it was kind of an awkward, it was kind of an awkward moment because I felt, felt this intense energy building at my sacrum. And then all of a sudden it, it shot out through the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> Classic inner conjunction. And I was, um, you know, it kind of felt like a thousand orgasms all at once. And I'm sitting in front of somebody who didn't um, understand really what was happening. And it was kind of funny because I used color gels. And when I was doing that, my flashlight quit. As soon as it surged out the top of my head, I fried my flashlight. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And it's never worked since. Um, wow. it, it was really quite intense. It felt like it a the lightning. lights out, huh? Yeah, it blew right out. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing so so you're absolutely right then that your soul must have thought it was ready for all that karma to come up at once because what i what i try to teach in 40 ap i don't know where you are in the curriculum yet but i think it's week 11 we we talk about the inner conjunction exclusively and i i try to share in that lesson about how 
the interconjunction happens as a result of a, a big buildup of spiritual energy in the lower chakras, yep. such that it has to eventually diffuse. It's just like a lightning bolt when the when the cloud gains enough uh, negative ions. I think the negative ions have to rise to the top part of the cloud so that the negative and the positive are fully split. And then the energy builds up so much that it displaces it into the earth. It's sort of like, here, earth, take some of this. I got too much. And then the earth absorbs it and then sends it back again. So that's what you have done to your seven energy centers, essentially, by polarizing a lot of energy through a lot of, a lot of bhakti, a lot of prayer, meditation, devotion, and yoga practice, you can build up a lot of that polarization in the lower chakra. And at some point it has to pop off to discharge itself and it goes through the crown. And when that happens, we typically experience a massive die off. It's almost like a, like an atom bomb in the subtle body goes off and mm -hmm. every little thing that's still in there is going to get burned by it. So if you have a lot of karma, still built up, then people will typically have a really hard time after their inner conjunction, where some people feel like they have multiple personalities and stuff, because so many different parts of them and old defense mechanisms from childhood and all this stuff mm -hmm. starts coming up, that they didn't even realize was in there. And they're like, somebody put me on psych drugs, I'm losing my mind. It's like, <laughs> no, you just have to get through this dark night of the soul, right? It's just, you got to feel the pain for a little bit. Other people who have less karma in the system still, less distortions, will have an inner conjunction and then sometimes be in a blissed out state for another week, which is what happened to me. Or, mm -hmm. or you just come off of it and you integrate very well and you're, you feel like your perception of life has changed a bit. You, yep. A lot of people say like, it's almost like having an NDE, right? You come back with this new perspective. Yeah. So if that happens, you know that you're, your subtle body was ready for that moment to happen, which is really beautiful. Well, now I'm ready to love everything and everyone. So I feel like that's maybe what it, yeah, I think it was, yeah, it was ready. And uh, uh, for the 40 AP, I had finished it about two weeks ago since you had asked. Okay. Can I ask you um, how far it was into the program that you had your inner conjunction? Sure. Um, it was before the lesson came up. <laughs> and so it probably oh, so you've been... finished it now. Yeah. And so okay. I probably, probably um, six to seven weeks before I finished it. So whatever week that would have put me at. Okay. So a little over halfway through or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like, so was it 16 weeks? It's a 12 week. Program. 12 weeks so it probably would have been about at like week seven or six yeah halfway through yep. yeah cool and we've yeah had a few, we've had a few members already um who was it uh i think nick i want to say it was nick who also had an inner conjunction around like week five or six so um, oh, yeah. maybe that's kind of the zone where they they're going to happen more often who knows yeah yeah but for for now i find it amazing that you know, just, it feels so peaceful loving what's showing up in other people. And I recognize what's showing people because it was once in me. <laughs> yes. So that's what we were talking about at the beginning, right? Is it's not that you don't still discern when people are in ego, your discernment gets very, very sharp. 
In fact, if you keep going, you eventually get that guru awareness where you can see every little tiny movement of someone's ego. You're aware yeah. of the motive behind everything they do. Just yeah. like you're watching a scared animal. Um, the scared animal doesn't know that you're aware of why they're scared and how they're trying to defend themselves and being, um, being sort of out of touch with reality. Like animals can get triggered and be afraid when there's absolutely no threat, um, like a scared dog or something. And so the loving human is aware of the dog's state and is trying to slowly approach the dog and calm it down. And so you recognize the dog's ego in that moment. It's not sure you're not a threat. Right. Well, in the same way, you you can you will gain the ability to read people just like an animal where you notice every part of their ego and you only notice it because you don't have any judgment about it. You've yeah. seen those parts of yourself. And so you're so compassionate for every little thing that they're doing. But nevertheless, you also want to help them to see those parts of themselves. And so mm -hmm. you may start interacting with them in seemingly unusual ways. That's okay. other people go, why do gurus behave weirdly sometimes? It's like, well, because they're seeing so much stuff that we're not seeing. And the way they're responding to it is kind of allowing us to catch parts of us that we're in our blind spot for a while. So yeah. discernment only increases as we become more illuminated. What goes away is the judgment about it, right? We truly feel love and compassion for these people who may be doing horrible things. They may be kidnapping children, we have lost the ability to hate them or put them out of our heart for anything. We always see the light in them. But you better believe we recognize when they need help and when they're crying out for help. And loveness just wants to answer that call. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I once held um, such intense conditioning that now when I see that in others, I have huge compassion for that because that was once my story. That's it. <laughs> And I didn't mean to do all the things that I've done. And so I can see how other people are not meaning that either because they don't see it. Right. They, they still think they're the doer. Yep. And you just realized you weren't the doer, so you could forgive yourself. Yeah. And so now, now it's so amazing and so beautiful that I can do that within others where that wasn't once where I was. So it's great. Thank you for your course and all of this. It's been so amazing. Well, thank you, Mandy, for sharing that because um, I hope you all like took that in what she just said because she she's talking from the place of wholeheartedness, right? That's what it sounds like when we reach it. We we start talking like that. Yeah, I just I see the same part of me in them, and I just feel compassion for it now. Uh, pay attention to how how close are you to responding like that to the challenging people in your life? Like, let that be your barometer, right? And um, as a side note, I've only been with you, I think, since like March of last year. And I felt like my growth journey was like this. And then I hit Aaron Apke and it was like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. What a blessing to hear. Yeah, that was amazing. So thank you. It's been so transformative. I am so glad to hear that. Yes. Thank you. Much love, you guys. Much love. Thank you, Mandy. Thank you.